You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode number three, Superman Battles Death Underground. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of the Superman Super Show. I'm a host, my name is Steven, and a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Ed Moore. Oh, hello. I'm Ed. Hello, Ed. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, sorry. Ed's an old man. You got to forgive him. I was too busy pointing and trying to get my finger in the right place in the camera. Oh, All that's this the, the technology, camera, yeah. it, you know, I, just, I podcast vocal when there is no pretty, yeah, yeah or unpretty, well, but however you want to look at it. Yeah. So, I like these newfangled machines. I, I, it is. It's like, wow. So today we're going to look at a Superman tale from Action Comics number three. This is entitled Superman Battles Death Underground, which is. A wonderful title, and I immediately picture uh, Superman wrestling with the Grim Reaper, but that's that's not what happens at all. Something to know, and we haven't really pointed it out yet, is none of these stories, nor will they for a while, actually have a title. Everywhere you go, yeah. the title of the story will be different because whoever wrote about it oh, titled yeah. it. So, because I have also the Blakely Mine Disaster Ooh. as an alternate title, and I saw that maybe on the Grand Comics database when okay. I looked up the book. That you know, so it's like uh, all of these will have two or three or four titles because there's nothing official. So it's just like, well, let's right. call it. You know, although I, I will say, Superman Battles Death Underground is much better than the Blakely Mine Disaster. That that sounds like something that comes around every year with an honorarium and memoriam and all that yeah. stuff. So Now, I'm getting the titles from dcfandom.com, but mm-hmm. I did notice that the 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 front matter, the content area of the Superman in the Golden Age that we're reading mm-hmm. does have titles. And they actually they titled uh issue the story in issue 2 as Revolution in San Monte Part 2. Okay. And yeah, they they uh, titled this the Blakely Mind Disaster. Okay. So um, yeah, maybe I should be using that. Instead I of, I don't really think it matters because I I don't yeah. think that's official either. Because like I said, they, these didn't have right. titles. Yeah, so it's, it's. I agree. Um, and I do love the name Superman Battles Death Underground. Yes, uh, it's a much more I dramatic. Would, I would I I would lean toward if anything is official, it's going to be what is in this official DC publication. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I'm not, you know, it's official because they said so, but not official because that's the way it always was, you know, so it's like, yeah, "Eh." exactly. So, all right. So this one was, uh, it's got a cover date of August of 1938, of course, published by DC Comics, written by Jerry Siegel, art by Joe Schuster. And let me tell you what happens. This is another story that came in at 12 and two thirds pages. I wonder if that's just going to be the norm for a while. Also, um, we didn't mention it in episode two, but uh, Action Comics number one features Superman on the cover. Yes. And then uh, I don't know how how many issues in we go until we get another Superman cover, but none of these others feature Superman on the cover at all. And I have to assume that's because it's not until he becomes popular when when dc realizes that the main reason people are buying the book is for the superman stories well but he got the first cover yeah 
Yeah, I, I, that that it's interesting how how you know how that um, worked. I out. read up to six, like I said, and I know that he wasn't on the cover of six either. So up to six, just the first issue. Yeah. So. All right. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read through this synopsis. Should we write a letter um, and tell him why we, not put Superman yeah. on the front cover? Let's let's go back and and retroactively do that. There is a cave-in in the Blakely coal mines, and a miner is trapped. Superman makes his way to the mine and discovers that the rescue crew has been stopped by poison gas, by which he is unaffected. He rescues them as well as the trapped miner. The next day, he asks the miner, Stanislaw Kober, what he thinks caused the mine collapse. Kober says that everyone knew the mine was unsafe, but management did nothing to prevent the collapse. Thornton Blakely, the mine owner, says otherwise, claiming that Cobra's own carelessness caused the collapse. Superman decides to sneak into the Blakely estate dressed as a miner. He finds a party going on and gets captured. Blakely lets him stay at the party because he's coming up with an idea. Superman will lead them all down into the mine where they will continue their party. Once they are all in the mine, Superman attacks the tunnel supports, causing the entire party to be trapped under a cave-in. Blakely remembers the safety devices. He sets them off, only to discover that they've rusted over. They attempt to dig their way out, but they soon get winded. Blakely curses himself for treating the miners so badly. With everyone else in the party collapsed, Superman tears down the barriers so that the rescue workers can save everyone. Several days later, Clark Kent once again interviews Thornton Blakely, who now reveals that he is going to start treating his workers better. And, and again, that synopsis was taken from DCFandom.com. Ed, what did you think of this story? <laughs> okay, the story itself, much more cohesive than the second one, than the first one. So so we're, we're starting to get into a rhythm of how uh, the, the comic book stories are, are going to be put together moving forward. You know, they're, they're more getting their feet, uh, their legs uh, under them. Um, still quite a bit of um, uh, jumpy, jumpy kind of stuff, I, I thought. Um, uh, I do like the name Stanislav Kober because that sounds yeah. like a, uh, a Western European immigrant kind of name. These are the late 30s. And so I was like, okay, a little bit of, uh, of a genuineness there. Um, you and know, his, you his, could, his speech patterns match that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you almost want to say the name Thornton Blakely with your, with your back teeth clenched. You know, mm-hmm. Thornton Blakely. That's, Thornton yeah, Blakely. That's, yeah. Yeah. So, it, you know, you get that from the name too. So uh, I like that there's some, uh, some thought. Uh, being put into this kind of throwaway stuff. You know, names are kind of, ah, they are or they aren't, you know. So I, I, I like that. Um, I, I, I don't understand why they wanted to continue the party in the mines. Um, I, I kind of got lost there. You know, Blakely has to know what the conditions of the mines are. Apparently um, he didn't. He thought I was totally safe. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but it might be safe, but it's nasty, dirty, grubby, right. wet. You know, I mean, and it, so it's like, that. that's where you want to take your money, people? Yeah, it, it, it made me think of, we've seen it where, you know, it's like the, the rich people are like, oh, wouldn't it be amusing if we slum it for just a little bit? Uh, yeah, oh, how yeah. droll, you know. and Go, go to the so, other side yeah. of the tracks and yeah. party. It's Yeah, but so, and... <laughs> um. So just this probably was the the most 
cohesive of the stories we've read so far. So it was it was entertaining. Uh, we saw Superman do some Superman things. Um, we saw that he is immune to poisonous gas or whatever type of gas yeah. it was, if it wasn't poison, um, adding to the, the mythos of Superman. Um, other than that, everything in the story was the story itself. So good stuff. Um, uh, still a couple, you know, what the heck's um, not as many as before, but I liked it. It's 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 continuing on what we've seen started in the first one and moving into the second issue and now the third issue. You know, you definitely are seeing, I think, some momentum. Um, this is this the first one. Uh, yeah, this is the first of several stories, which we will talk about next time, where uh, Superman assumes an identity other than Clark Kent. Uh, yep. He pretends to be someone or something he is not. And we see it first here as he pretends to be a lowly, and I say that tongue in cheek, a lowly miner. He did uh, disguise himself as a soldier in, the, right. in, in the previous I, I issue. Yeah. Yes, yes, he <laughs> he enlisted. <laughs> yes, yes. After forcing the other guy to enlist, yes, he, t- uh, he too enlists, yeah. So. But, um, yeah, it was... Um, because there was, it didn't continue. There wasn't a cliffhanger in, in the in the second story. This is an all new. It, it, it starts and stops. It's a it's a done in one. So it was it was kind of a fun little adventure where basically Superman teaches a rich guy a lesson and teaches all his rich friends a lesson. And there is one line out of this this Uh-oh. this this thing that I I want to read when when uh Clark goes to see the guy. At the at at his business, and he's basically telling him that the the mine seems to be unsafe. And he says, uh, "The guy says there are no safety hazards in my mine, but if there were, what of it? I'm a businessman, not a humanitarian." <laughs> and wow. it's it's a uh, it's refreshing to see them actually admit it, <laughs> <laughs> because I'm sure most businessmen today think the same exact way. This uh, guy didn't. Well. He's not afraid to say it though. He's just like whatever. I'm not going to do anything yep. about it. I'm trying to make so, money. What do I care? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Exactly. I'm not, I'm not in the, in the business of making sure my people are safe. I'm right. in the business of making money. And yeah, of course he learns his lesson because and he uh, learned it pretty well. Yeah. And I have to wonder though, uh, what Superman's original plan was because he sneaks in to the party dressed as a miner, which, mm-hmm. which is weird. I don't I don't know where he thinks he was going there but obviously he had a plan because at one point they they talk about how he has to quickly uh change his plans because now they're going down into this mine. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, I would love to know what his original plan was because the 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 plan he had to then make up on the spot turned out very well because again he was able to to teach them all a lesson and when they're down there in the mine and they're all trapped and immediately one of the rich guys goes after um, Blakely. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah yes, he just Blakely. goes. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> he just for, for bringing us down guy. here. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, they the the the, the uh, it goes from to rage so fast. I mean, they just turn on him so quickly. Um, and then there's there's a moment where he's the Blakely is trying to get the miner Superman to to do something about. Well, can't you? you know, do this. And, and he just, he's basically, I'm ready to die. I don't know about you. <laughs> and Blakely's like, Oh no. And, and yes. yeah, it's so funny. He's Superman is hardcore in these Very. issues. He, uh, it, yes, 
He, uh, I, I think, I think the kids say, uh, suffers no fools. Yes. Uh, yeah. He's wow. And it, it continues with this. Uh, it's, you know, obviously Jerry Siegel, um, again, from what I understand about his upbringing, you know, he, he, he was Jewish. Uh, so was Joe Schuster. They, um, they weren't, uh, he didn't come from, you know, they were middle-class or low-class family. Um, same with Schuster. And so here's another, th- this is, I think, might be the first example of, of them actually going up against, you know, corporate America uh, in yeah, essence. Right. Uh, right. But still, it's, it's just Superman is the guy that's going to take on the bullies for the people who can't. That's, that's kind of what, what they've established so far in these first three issues is that, mm-hmm. Um, because of course he's not, he's not fighting supervillains. He's, he's fighting gangsters and corrupt politicians and, uh, soldiers, uh, who torture other soldiers. And, uh, and, and in this case, uh, a businessman who doesn't care that his, who he thinks it's, it's safe, but you know what, if it's not, it doesn't matter. I don't think he thought it was safe. Well, the, the only reason I think he does is because that moment where he goes to the safety, whatever safety mechanism that right. he has in place and finds out it doesn't work. You know, I don't think that he thinks that his people are working in prime conditions, but he seemed surprised that that one little piece wasn't, wasn't okay. working. Uh, per- perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. But, but we also know that because he says it. My my stuff is up up to snuff, you know. My my stuff sa- is is safe. But if it wasn't, who cares? That's exactly. not my problem. Yeah, yeah. I'm so. I'm not a humanitarian. Which I don't know when when some of these like uh, labor laws were passed as far as keeping workers safe. I, I'm assuming it was after this I, uh, yeah, at some point. I but so. yeah, that that uh, my eyebrows raised when I got to that line. Yeah, that that is definitely the kind of behavior that you are not going to see represented today. No, no, no. And I would have, I would have not, um, not at all been upset if Superman at that point would have just smashed his face. Uh, yeah, yeah, really. He said that. Yep. But yeah, it is, it is a more cohesive story. I think the the art, um, it's good. It, it's still coming together. There mm-hmm. are a lot of moments though when. Uh, and I kind of saw it in in the second issue as well. When Superman is in in disguise, and then you see him with other miners, or in the second uh, story, you see him with other soldiers. It you you can't immediately pick him out, right? You know? Yeah, he yeah, he, okay. he doesn't have that d- distinctive look. But right. that's that's not necessarily a golden age thing. I mean, you get you get a few. Uh, John Byrne characters together without costume, and you may not necessarily be able to pick out Johnny Storm and Captain America, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. So, yeah. Um, no Lois in this one. Nope, not at all. Uh, I not don't even think the, I don't even think the paper, oh, well, the paper's only involved because he, he finds out through the newswire mm-hmm. about the collapse. And in fact, he is, as soon as it comes across the newswire, please chief, let me handle this assignment. And the guy says, go to it, Kent. And then the very next panel, he's racing across, you know, running st- uh, a streaking figure speeds towards Blakely town at a terrific running. pace that not even the fastest auto or aerop- airplane could duplicate running yeah. Yeah. everywhere. That silly Cape behind him. So, yeah, um, I think as far as these three stories that we've talked about so far in these first three episodes, the one thing that ties them all together is, again, Superman. Uh, and it says it in the first issue. 
champion of the oppressed. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of his job. And I there's a there's a book. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to look it up real quick here. Um, Okay, so there, you, you know who uh, Brad Meltzer is? Yes, he um, he's of course uh, he's written some comics, but he's he's also a novelist. Um, he wrote a book called Book of Lies. I, I think that's the one, and it it features um, like the history. Is, is this the one? Conspiracy stuff. Yes. Uh, let's see. Let me just read these two lines. Okay, so in chapter four of the Bible, Cain kills Abel and is the world's most famous murderer, but the Bible is silent about one key detail, the weapon Cain used to kill his brother. That weapon is still lost to history. In 1932... I thought he used a rock. Hmm? I thought he used a rock. Well, and if if you believe supernatural, he used the, the jawbone of an animal. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I've never I've never read that part of the Bible. Yeah, but, I, uh, I thought he killed him with a rock. Okay, maybe not. It, it goes on. In 1932, Mitchell Siegel was killed by three gunshots to the chest. While mourning, his son dreamed of a bulletproof man and created the world's greatest superhero, Superman. Oh. And there's there's a lot of Superman mythos and behind the creation of Superman in that book. It's been a while since I've read it, but oh, okay. it's, it's a really interesting read if, if anybody ever wants to look it up. Book of Lies by uh, Brad Meltzer. But it, it just, it be, because we're talking about... Uh, Superman being the champion of the oppressed uh, and that coming from the mind of, of Jerry Siegel, who probably grew up being, you know, first of all, he comes from uh, people, the, the, the Jewish people who um, probably, especially at the time, were, were very, were, were not looked upon great. And then with everything that was going on in the world at the time, um, you know, it's like he, he, he wanted to create something to make the, the, the little man, the downtrodden, the, uh, you know, those people, uh, have somebody to look up to somebody that would stand up for them when they can't do it themselves. So unfortunately that person was fictional, but still, uh, that seems to be the theme going on so far. And Siegel and Schuster were not the only people in their situation that did that. Yeah, Um, that's true. You know, uh, at, at this time, um, it seems that comic book creation was a, um, um, m- multiply used method of doing that. I, I, yes. I can't even say necessarily how frequently, but you know, if you look over the history of the, the startings of comic books, um, particularly at this time, the late thirties, early forties, there are a lot of gentlemen at least who are in very, very similar positions for a myriad of reasons yep. who are creating Stories, writing, and artists doing that, making heroes, um, and and you know th- that's that's who we read now. So it's I I I would be interested in, and I don't I I'm sure it it has to be out there, but I would be interested in someone who has taken a look a couple steps back and looked over the entire scene at that time yeah. and written about the the underpinnings of the the origin of the comic book in the yeah. U.S. And uh, because there are a lot of, there are so many similarities across the board that you have to be able to draw broad inferences about yeah. the 
the time and the situation. Yeah. And maybe I just have missed that book, uh, but I think it would make for some interesting reading. Yeah, it might be out there. I don't I don't know about it. If y'all know about it, the Superman Super Show, gmail.com. Let us yeah, know. Everybody, you know, books talking about particular creators and, yeah. and to, to take a step back from the, the particular and let's look at all, you know, I don't know, 25 creators in the late 30s or what, you know, whatever time yeah. frame you want to use to to position it. Yeah. 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 Of course, you know, just depends on what's what what was known to those folks back then and what what still survives as far as well, I mean, you you have all of these individual stories. Yeah, that's true. Why not mm-hmm. read all the individual stories and yep. put those connecting things together? Yep. Yeah. Good you point. Know. All right, that's your homework, Ed. Uh, uh, no, write that I don't book. do. I do. I don't do homework. No. No homework. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I I can go in there on on my uh, and and I say this without. I say this as as humbly as it can possibly be said. I can go on my bookshelf in here and pull one of four bachelor's degrees off and show you. I did my homework. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Those days are are over. Yeah. I I did it. And yeah. I did that. It's done. Yeah. All right. Uh, Anything else you want to say about this, this, uh, this issue? Uh, Let's see. Issue three. No, sir. Okay. Well then let's wrap this sucker up. I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of the Superman Super Show. If you want to drop us a line, you can do that at the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. And if you want to help the show in any way, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts or just generally tell all your friends about us. So until next week, I'm Steven saying goodbye. Goodbye. And here's Ed saying goodbye. Goodbye. Yay. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20.